All right. That was the very first song from Jake Pinto. That was Jake's Blues Opus 3, right? Yeah, the first hit. The very first song. Now, we started out with that to, uh, because this you have gone by far uh, deepest into your you know written music and you found you found the sheet i got a date on this you got a date what's, what's the, the date? date december 22nd 2005 oh my god so we're coming up on an anniversary too wow holy god <laughs> 20th anniversary yeah. well yeah <laughs> 15th anniversary yeah. so what's up jake how you doing man i'm i'm good how you feeling about the blues this many years later you know, your, your blues. It's very funny. I wonder what Opus 1 was. I couldn't find <laughs> that. I don't know. Some variation of chopsticks? I wonder if it was like something really heavy. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I have to say Some that. Like real, Slap like... back. Ooh, it's then, too dark. You know, blues. it's not too late too to dark. go back and write Opus 1, you know? Yeah, I could. Is that how it works? I've never written an Opus, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I honestly have to say that was probably the shortest opus I've ever <laughs> heard. Of all, opi- of all opi. I, I think that's admirable because it's like, you know, most people's opuses go on way too long, <laughs> yeah. in my opinion. You yeah. get it all done in like 20 seconds. Yeah. And it's like, I, you know, I, I'm a busy guy. I got stuff to do. I yeah. can't hang around listening to opuses all day. I, I completely agree. <laughs> Wait, what do, you got, what do you have to do, Taylor? Um, you, don't you just like hang out all day? Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I quit my job on on Friday, and now I'm just uh, so be... <laughs> cramming in as many opuses as possible. Yeah, now I, I have a lot more opus time. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, give us some context for this song. What, uh, what? Where were you at when you were writing this? Well, so you know, I started out um, my musical journey. I played a little bit of piano when I was like really young, like. 10 11 like like thir- took lessons grade, or just grade. like i took lessons around. in like third grade first song i ever played was the simpsons theme <laughs> um but i was not very into music other than the fact that i listened to the beatles all the time i didn't consider myself someone that really even listened to music oh really? wasn't true i grew up listening to these things but right i wasn't like the 10 year old that like knew the new it bands wasn't your, it and wasn't your identity no it wasn't part of my identity. what beatles were you listening to at that time all I mean, of it i just or? grew up like always listening to the Beatles like yeah. definitely like, Let It Be Naked was like a really big okay. it's like the one that I always think about in terms of growing up yeah it was white I white album for me and yeah. we used to like play like who who song is this and you'd point to the different Beatles yeah. <laughs> and like but then in uh, right before high school I like took this jazz lesson with this great teacher in my town in Sarasota Florida this guy Mike Royal shout out <laughs> and it was just like one of those things where I was like whoa you Never got heard it. somebody do that before, and I was like, "Shit, I gotta do this." <laughs> and all of a sudden, I became a snobby jazz musician like, immediately through, all throughout high school. And <laughs> this is 2005, so this was written like when I was a freshman, or uh, no, when was this? I guess sophomore. I don't know. And when you, but it was just an early like. I didn't think about I didn't think of it as like song right. I don't know. It's like I'm writing a tune. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's a variation on yeah on a on a on a blues. Yeah. What what about um, something to jam on that wasn't somebody else's song? Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about your? You were going to play another song, another first song. Can we get into that? Well, yeah. So so then I I always found and I still find to this day I think the hardest thing in. Like I've never been able to write like a jazz song that I felt like really good about. Like, you mean funny. melody or? I don't know. For some reason, I never they never felt honest to me. And 
And then, so I'm going to play this first song that this is very much like no one has ever heard this. Oh, okay. When I was in college, there was a song writer's class that you had to write a song for and I hadn't really written songs but I They like, make you write a song before you take the class? Yeah, you had to submit that a song. seems backwards. <laughs> well, it was like they didn't want any, you know, they were like can you fucking write anything? Yeah. You, you okay. got, you're yeah. like, I got three opuses. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I wrote a song for this class and it, you know, well, I'm going to play, I mean, it's, it's very strange because I've never performed it and I, I have performed it, but I ended up. Is it up. like a recital situation where you go in front of a panel of people, or did you no, record no, it? No, I just recorded it. And there's okay. a demo. I brought that too. You guys oh. want to hear after the show? It's pretty funny. <laughs> We're gonna do it around Brooklyn. But I were I ended up I did play this with a different singer who wrote different lyrics okay. and like sort of rewrote it with me. Um, but this is the original, so this is like one of the first songs I ever wrote. And it, it's not, it's not good. <laughs> well, we'll be the cute. judge of that. Yeah. It's cute. It's we'll be cute. the judge of it. I'm excited. So, here. What's the name we, of it? Uh, I mean, at the top of this. So I also brought the original. Okay. These are the original does, lyrics does, I wrote. Down. Does it have a date on this one? No date on okay. this. Okay. But this would be like 2010, probably. Okay. And it's uh, it says my song at the top. <laughs> and I think it's called "It's Real Hard." <laughs> All right. All right. Here it goes. waiting for hours just to see you just to see you I sing your name in the shower hoping you'll hear me hoping you'll hear me it's real hard but you know I love you I see you walking on 3rd Street Maybe you saw me Maybe you saw me Chances are that you didn't Give me a minute Give me some time don't you know that it's hard? I love you. You say you've given up, but I'll give you the world. I will, I promise not to hurt you so. And I swear that we won't fight anymore. You look so nice. And all I want is you and nothing else So come to me and you will see I ask you out for a coffee You tell me you're sorry You tell me you're sorry Maybe one day we'll make it Without the fake shit Without the fake shit It's real hard But you know I love you 
say you've given up, but I'll give you the world I will. I promise not to hurt your soul and swear that we won't fight. Tell you, darling, you look so nice, and all I want is you and nothing else. So please come to me, and you will see. I loved it. That was pretty good for a man who'd never even taken a songwriting class (laughs) at that point. You know? I mean, it's not good. It's terrible. I I love you. I'd like, it made me nod my head. But I, uh, I mean, I'll say this. I am such a better singer that if you listen to the original demo, Uh it's like so bad. Like, (laughs) I definitely know how to, well, you know, the lyrics are bad, Mm -hmm. but. I what I've realized as I've grown as a songwriter and a singer is that when you become a better singer, you start to learn how to make bad lyrics sound not as bad as not they as did. bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I was thinking you had mentioned this earlier, doing it like as a poetry or spoken word. I would think it would be good as like slam poetry because it's like, try it. <laughs> yeah, try it out. I'm always waiting for hours just to see you. I sing your name in the shower, hoping you'll hear me. It's real hard, but you know, I love you. I see you walking on 3rd Street. Maybe you saw me. Chances are that you didn't, but give me a minute. Give me some time. You say you've given up, but I'll give you the world. I say I promise not to hurt you so and swear that we won't fight. I tell you, darling, you look so nice. And all I want is you and nothing else. So please come to me and you will see. (laughs) <laughs> Word. Word. <laughs> anyway, Is I don't it? know. They're funny, are they? They're, they're not I, good. I mean, that's a classic uh, kind of like For songwriting song. trope. Is like yeah, I so, see a pretty girl on the street, yeah. but she doesn't even see me. Yeah. Which, like, if you think about it, unrequited is love. like. Well, it's also kind of like. Uh, Writing a song like that is kind of like a very elaborate form of catcalling. You know, <laughs> like you didn't say it. Yeah. In the moment, but then you went home and like wrote a song about it <laughs> yeah, and played great, it 10 years later. I think what makes the song bad to me is that it doesn't, there's no, there's no angle on it. It's just words and the words are fine and they rhyme, but I'm not yeah. saying anything. I'm just saying stuff that everybody already knows. And you already, you know everything I'm going to say as right. soon as I start singing. And right. I, nothing surprises you in these no. lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> you did throw a curse word in there. Yeah. A couple curse words. I did? Yeah. Shit. I don't think I did. I think you heard that. No, uh, oh, <laughs> maybe you were saying it, but I heard shit. Like maybe. Oh no, I did. I said fake shit. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're fake right. shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'm starting ed- to think Taylor. Edgy. Taylor. Oh, was, that was edgy. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was off the mic. Well, I mean, yeah, that is like kind of a bold move for you know, uh, you yeah. know, a first song. You know, throwing throwing in a curse word into a song in that genre. Yeah. You know, kind of, kind of break. I didn't expect to hear any foul language. Right. I definitely continued. And then it hit me. I was like, ooh. Yeah. I mean, this song was just like very much, it was real to me. It was very real to me at the time. It was, it was my, a very lonely time in my life. That's what I was going to ask. Do you always write autobiographically or, and would you consider this that way? I mean, is that what something you always try to do? I mean, this song doesn't say anything, but (laughs) was there a girl and were you waiting on her? I'll tell you that. That You know, it's, I mean, that's a dumb idea. It's like, nobody does that. Becky. But, um, (laughs) 
Yeah, it was like just sort of trying to capture the feeling that I had at the time, which was like feeling like I was very like girl. I don't know. For some reason, I had a really hard time like having any intimate like real thing with with women like, <laughs> yeah. in my entire college years. Yeah. And so sort of like, and I was very romantic, feeling very romantic all the time. So, so like looking, you're like looking at the sheet right now. Are you feeling that like, because very rarely do we go back with the original sheet it was written on. And like, are you, uh, you're clearly o- older and everything, but, are, but you're kind of I mean, getting I remember, to it. Do you I know feel what it? I see you walking on third street is. Yeah. Like I know exactly who I'm thinking of. Yeah. And it's like very <laughs> random. It's like this random girl. Like, but you have you know. the image in your head still? Yeah, yeah, I have the image. Yeah, definitely. The exact same image. I have the, all the images, I think, for the whole song of like kind of what I, where I was at. See, that's cool. Yeah. And that's I, also, I feel like, you know, sometimes when I go back and I hear like a very old recording or like think of a very old song that I've written that wasn't good. Um, and like the sentiments I was trying to express, uh, even though it didn't come out good at the time, I was like, well, I'm really still, I'm just mining this, the same territory still a lot of times. I'm just doing it better with like a better, you know, an angle, like you said. Yeah. But it's I still mean, like the same, like the, you know, the same themes, same topics. Yeah, you know? and the songs that I'm going to do, you're going to definitely be like, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, of course, it's not that far removed. Like this song, yeah. and this song with better lyrics, it's not that, it's not like a terrible song. It's uh-huh. just, no, that part of the end was cool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funky. Shit. It could be funky. It's a little sappy, like yeah. over dramatic. Well, can we talk about like your, uh, your band now? What's the, what band are you in? Yeah, well, you got the Yeah Tones. Uh, so to, 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 to talk about, uh, I have this way, and like that's why doing this project with you guys or doing this podcast, the the, the experiment or whatever you want to call it, uh, is very challenging for me because I have this way of like compartmentalizing my everything about my life all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, but I have a band called the Yatones, yeah mm-hmm. and in that I play guitar, and oh, okay. it's just straight up aggressive rock and roll okay Nothing i guess i like was thinking it. it was like funk funk because you said funk I it know, up you know it, it's not it's funky not okay at all. i was just going by the i mean it is it can i feel like if when moments. there's tones at the end of a band they're all dressed the same and they no no, no it's very much like <laughs> straight ahead rock like real it's it's awesome it's a really really like high energy aggressive fun rock and roll band so you're not <laughs> playing this song i do the, not play this song <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's what you're doing now uh, with the uh, well, yeah tones, and that's your main uh, creative. Well, but over the la- really, what happened is like, uh, so many years after this, I started writing these rock songs on guitar. I picked up guitar and started writing songs on guitar, and then I was doing that for a while, and then is that your main compositional instrument at this point, the guitar? Uh, no, no, no. It's like so I did that for a long time, and I put we put out our first record a year ago in October. And then uh, did that a lot this year. But and th- as soon as like I finished the Yatones record and put it out, it was like, all right, I did that. Now I can like go back to the piano. Oh, something in my mind was like I can go back to the piano. That makes sense. I mean, you got I it had, out. You're, yeah. It's like shedding a skin or something. I mean, you got rid of that. You know the full story. It's we're kind of like we're jumping in the middle of everything. But like the full story, the spectrum of me as a songwriter is like uh-huh. there's Jake's Blues Opus Three. Right. That's high, that represents high school snobby shitty jazz, jazz. piano guy. Nose turned for up. whatever reason. Okay. I, I'm a piano player. <laughs> then I go to college and I 
to study jazz and pretty quickly realized, wow, this sucks. <laughs> like, there is no future here at all. Well, what, like, I don't mean to get hung up on this, but you mean because just monetarily or the whole jazz the whole world in general? Pretentiousness. Just, and... like, it's so limited. And, like, you, you, when you're young, I mean, just the way the education system works, be, jazz like has this weird place of like superiority mm -hmm. just in, even then just in the education i mean in, in the scene but also in the education right. system we're like well that's the best thing if you can play jazz then you're yeah. one of the greatest musicians in the world and it's like uh technically but <laughs> yeah. that's like very minor part of what people care about in music right i care about right and it's like it's limiting too in an art form that's supposed to be like the freest of all yeah, yeah. Music and, and stuff you know for someone who grew up on like the beatles and stuff like that exactly. you know going back to the you know ultimately the the formative experiences are kind of what we all sort of return to like uh trout yeah. You know? I'm yeah, like <laughs> trout, like salmon. Yeah. Or, yeah, trout, salmon. Bluegill. <laughs> and then the, back to the compartmentalization, uh -huh. while I'm telling you I was also a snobby jazz musician in high school, I also had a party band that just, we basically were a cover band, but I didn't think of us as one. Uh -huh. I thought of it as very, like, high Because <laughs> <laughs> so, of the songs you chose or just your attitude? No, I don't know. My brain just it, was like, we're okay. not a cover band. We're a party band. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, so I go into college and I just got, you know, over the years, it just really wore me down. And by the end of college, I was like, wow, I am so done with piano. And I did sort of take like a break of like playing jazz and playing, even just playing piano. I was like, I was playing in this like funky Afrobeat band called the Mefe and I was playing synthesizers and organs and that was really fun. fun. I mean, it was an amazing thing and everything. But I, I did kind of take a hiatus from the whole keyboard. I was getting in this mode where like I could not sit at the piano and play anything that I thought sounded good. I was mm -hmm. like, this all is just the most cliche bullshit shit that I've like wow. learned. Yeah. And that's when guitar came in mm -hmm. and I started playing guitar more and I was like, oh, this is so great. I don't know what anything is. <laughs> yeah. I don't, and I still don't know how to play. I don't still don't know what I'm playing. Mm -hmm. But I started just writing all these rock songs and they were all just like totally instinctual Primitive. feeling. was like feeling. And yeah, Tom Waits has a really great quote that's like, you know, he's like every couple of years I change up the instrument. Yeah. that I'm playing because your hands are like old dogs. They just want to lay down where they always did, you know? So yeah, exactly. it is good to just break it up. And so, and, and I guess what you're saying is that playing the guitar, uh, you know, allows you to come back to the piano with like some fresh. Exactly. Instincts. So I did that for a long time and then doing the Yatones thing and, you know, made a record and everything. And then this just beginning of this year is just, I don't know. I think I got also like I was also so angry. It was coming. The Yatones came out of a lot of anger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that was cool. But like this year, I've been more sad, and <laughs> yeah. it's brought me back to the piano. And so yeah. the latest song that you have written, yeah, it's very sad. Okay, uh, what's does it have a name? Is it yeah, too so, new to have well, a name? Well, the, the only caveat about this song is that I I didn't write all the lyrics, but I um I, I have a really great poet, uh, one of my best friends from high school, like no, for a really long time. Mm -hmm. uh, her name's Suzanne Highland, and she wrote, she sends me stuff every now and then. I, I wish she would send me more, Susie. But <laughs> she sends me stuff every now and then, just poems that she's written, and sometimes I check them out. And on this one, I don't know, I think we both knew like something could happen here. 
and I just basically took I took her idea. I wrote my own chorus, and I just took a, like different pieces of her poem and made it into a song. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. And uh, and yeah, I think it's really nice. All right. Yeah. So latest song. Yeah. What's uh, what's the name? It's sad. sad. I like sad. It's music. called. Um, I guess it's called "It's Too Late." Though, if if Susie wanted to change the title to something more like, I don't remember what her poem's called. So you can email us at flbpodcast <laughs> at gmail. But I think for now it's called "It's Too Late." At my kitchen window, with a cigarette in hand, I had the dream about the party again. you on the phone and you tried to say this will happen again this will happen again hell yeah yeah man that was awesome fantastic 
Yeah. <laughs> you so feel how, good? It's a lot better, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, you developed uh, for sure. Yeah. So what's, what's the, uh, you're still working on this one? No, that one's done, I think. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Does it sound done? It sounds, yeah, it sounds done, done to me. Sounds done to me. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if uh, if this was uh, how fresh is this? Like last week, oh, maybe shit. two weeks ago. Damn. So it was a quick one, man. It was quick. Yeah. Yeah. We talk. I like to talk about process. What uh, for this specific song? You said you were, you take your friends, uh, your friends' poetry and get, yeah. just get ideas. What about uh, music, melody, well, and stuff? You just play around until. Uh, something comes together one, i mean my process is there is no process every okay. song is different how it happens is different mm-hmm. um you know it'd be i can i'll send you guys her poem you can see that maybe you can post it or something if people want to see it because it's in, it's very interesting to see her poem um i think her poem is it thematically the same are you using the same po- rhyme scheme or just kind of like yeah, certain words there, it's like i think her poem starts with at my kitchen window with a cigarette in hand, I had the dream about the party again. And I was like, okay, yeah. that's super workable. Yeah. And it kind of all... very like, uh, it's, it's concise, but it's also evocative. Yeah. That's and I awesome. don't know. I think I, I would think I was fucking around with the chords first. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think before anything happened, before I even checked out the poem, I think I was just like, I was just like, yeah, I'm into this. <laughs> this is nice. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was just getting into this chord, these these chords do you play do you have a keyboard at home or do you have a whole piano or do you have practice space or something i have a seven foot grand piano oh shut up for real yeah that's why i was asking you about doing going in somewhere else yeah i know i just can't wheel all this shit over it's all good (laughs) i was just like it it is a sounds very cool i have this beautiful thing so that's very i'm very fortunate so i just came up with that and i was like i want to write a song that's uh, you know i was like once i came up with the chords i was like i want to write a song that's just those chords because i always like I have a tendency, most of my songs have like an A section and a B section. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what if I just have one that's just, just this one thing? Classic just, pop. Classic like, pop, just yeah. these chords. Well, you do throw in some like, uh, some really cool descending stuff at the end. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that little bridge. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's that dope. Shit, yeah, that's cool, that's right? some like, that's some that's jazz training right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it just came to me. I was like, I kind of think I just heard the melody. Ooh. And then just followed it. Yeah, it's hard to explain how that happens. Yeah. Have you played this live anywhere? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I've yeah. been playing this um, at a couple of so far sound shows. <laughs> Very. Cool. Did you whisper the whole uh, no, time? I sing it loud, loud and proud. <laughs> I mean, this song is also hard. It's a very challenging song for me um, to sing. Like, it's very kind not my wheelhouse to do, you know, like you were, I mean, so far you've only heard two of these like ballads, but like I haven't written a lot of songs like that in the past. Uh-huh. That first song is also hard to sing. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, if you hear my rock band, it's, it's very much, I figured out this place in my voice where I can really like rock and sing really like intense and cool. So you studied music in college. Did you do voice or two? I mean, I guess, is that mandatory? No, no? I didn't. You know, so you just learned to I, sing I just doing it. I, I mean, I've had probably 10 vocal lessons in my life, mm-hmm. and a lot of them have been spectacular, and I, I learned a lot. You uh, so much that you're like, I'm done. No, <laughs> I'm no, done. I mean, I don't, I'm you know, kidding. I wish I, 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 you know, I'm, it's, it's, I like the way I sing. I know that I, everybody, there's a tons of improvement to happen. I, I've learned so much just by singing and being in a right. band and, and everybody I've, sounds the best when they're singing, you know. I know like, I can do cool shit now, um, but 
I want to be able to sing. I want to play this song more so I can feel like I really. I don't. I still feel insecure when I sing a song like this. Well, it's still like pretty fresh, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's still it's still warm. You yeah, know? yeah. But I'm so. But I, what I feel so confident in is like I really like the lyrics and I like the song. So even if I don't sing it perfectly, it'll come. Again. The feeling will come across. Yeah. Well, yeah. do you think you could play for us um, like a song that you think is like your best song? Like yeah, one that you could do confidently, and you just call it your best because that's yeah. what we do here. I'm gonna do this little song, and yeah. So this is just this little song I wrote, um, and I I really am very happy with it, and that I actually wrote everything in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my friend. This song's called "In the Ground." to my dying day I won't need you anyway Cause everything ends the same In the ground you're just a name I can't seem to get ahead With all these bills and so little bread Politicians run the game In the ground we're all the same I don't want to know Where the hell we go I'd rather lead a simple life alone But that's just not reality with our cell phones and TV I know way too much for me Wish I could go back to sleep Cause I don't wanna know That was fucking awesome. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I love to see. Uh, I mean, it's why we like doing this podcast. But to see the uh, depth with which this song has, you know, existential angst and yeah. you know these modern, uh, you know, whatever uh, stressors. And then you look at your first song where it's like waiting for a girl yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever but you it's, know? The, so it's like use, the same, right? But it's the yeah. same, same right. feeling. Yeah. yeah, and you use a curse word in both. Of them, <laughs> so it was like kind of a common through line. You know what? I remember the other song. Is, so this song I wrote also pretty recently, like a couple months ago. The the song I just played, the most recent song, where I was saying where I came up with it is, so I, this song I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing it this way the whole time. But then the other day I was like, let me like, I want to spice it up. What, what can I do to make this like a little bit more interesting? And I was like just messing around. And I was like, what if instead of the next chord being this... The next chord was this. 
What it, can you tell us the chords there? What yeah, it, so it's a real simple song. It's just like we're in C major, so it's like one. Can I speak in one five? Yeah. yeah. One five flat seven four, right? Mm-hmm. Sim- everybody does it, and then minor four, one with the fifth in the bass, two five. So I was like, that's cool. And I was just doing that every time when I first wrote it. And then I was like, but I should make it like a little bit more interesting. And I, I went down and I was like, well, I like these. I like this. But I was like, what if instead of just going to the four, which is obvious, mm-hmm. it goes to this, which is an F sharp diminished, an F sharp diminished chord with the, with an A in the bass. So basically you take an F major, try it and make the F and F sharp instead. Keep okay. an A in the bass, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's cool." And like, not only is that like cool, but like closer to my dying day, it's like, uh-huh. yeah, it adds us just a slight little like, right, Randy oh, Newman, yeah. 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 right? Yeah, I liked it a lot. So anyway, that's how that happened. But the point is, that's this cool. chord right here is, and my kitchen window, cigarette in hand. So that's what I was messing around with is uh-huh. these chords that I found. That's for the other song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's, uh, definitely, um, you know, we're talking about the Beatles earlier. Definitely got like a very late period linen yeah. kind of vibe. And the Beatles were, were also just so good at uh, putting weird chord progressions in a way that sounded natural and yeah. you didn't know right. how weird they were until you actually like right. sat down and like took well, a look at them. <laughs> until you decided to learn to play guitar or, you know, me. And it's like, uh, yesterday I got this. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, I think one of the most important, the one like the we talked about it before we started, but the that John Lennon Plastic Ono Band record is probably the most important record of the last like five years of my life. Yeah, and that was a really big deal. I hadn't heard it. Why? Why do you say that? I like. What are you it getting just from totally it? Totally like. I. It was. I started listening to it like around when I started really working on this Yatones record, mm-hmm. the rock band record. So it was really influential for that, especially in that moment, because I was like, I want to make fucking a really dry, visceral rock record, because that's what that sounds like to me. But then on an even deeper level, I was just like, even yeah, even the piano stuff, it's like, I want to make I, that album is like the most honest, raw, it's so honest. And John Lennon has such an amazing way. You notice I was going to say John, but I was like, that's pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> that's he has such a way of of being very literal, but also not. And like very much saying exactly what he's feeling, but it, I don't know. He, he gets away with it. And yeah. he also, you know, he's also insanely inventive and right. And like the best at it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, he, you know, he can also talk around a subject in the most brilliant ways ever. But on that Plastic Ono Band record in particular, he just says it a lot. He just like says it like, "People say we've got it made. Don't they know we're so afraid? I solution." Like, you can only play oh, yeah. 15 seconds God. because of uh, fair use. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, but that whole song, you know, and then the chorus. So of that- that's what you're doing with this song. Like you're the, the lyrics to this last one. It's just like it's just like you're hitting us with them. It's like our cell phones, and I yeah, mean that's what that, you're doing. Yeah, for that song especially, I was like, I like this. I'm like, I'm saying it. I'm just saying it, 
And it's, Tell I, I like it. It feels very honest. When I play it, I'm like, I don't feel that I'm, that's cool. a lot of times, yeah. Trying so, to dance around it or be uh, yeah. too cute or poetic about it. You're just saying it and. And I see, I, I don't know. I think the song works. <laughs> yeah, I think well, it works. Well, you chose it at your best, so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was also hard. You know, like, there's a lot of songs I really love. Yeah. And, you know, songs that are more fun, too. Like, you know, I don't know, is there room in the world for this song? I don't know. It's funner Hell songs yeah. I've written, but. There's, of course, there's room in the world for it. <laughs> we got we got inches on some cassette tape over there. Yeah, for yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Can I we get... talk about more influences just for you in general? Like, of course, the Beatles, we've hit on that a bunch. But um, is there anybody else, like, in your formative writing or uh, musical years, like the early years, that yeah. just made you I mean, I think, crazy? I think just oldies in general. Like, in terms of growing up, like, just as an oldies, like, uh, you know, early Motown and all that stuff. What, uh, where much... are you from originally? I grew up in Florida. Okay, so you had mentioned that. Uh, did you just yeah. listen to Oldies Radio? Or yeah, did you yeah. listen to 107.9. Okay. Oh, yeah. What was, do you remember the call letters? K L U or something? Uh, that was the. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> what a weird I question. I don't know. No, it's not a weird question. <laughs> it's not a weird question, I don't think. <laughs> but, uh, so like, like Herman's Hermits, like that type of Oldies or. Classic rock. I don't want to get in. Okay. I don't want okay. to get in trouble. I don't even remember. It's just I know all those songs. Okay. I I'm, like, I'm I'm the same way. Um, yeah, 104.9 was mine, and it's like yeah. all the the same. You know, it's the same 300 songs that they've been playing yeah. for the past 25 years, and it just kind of like seeps into <laughs> yeah. your brain. It seeps in. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that that's. I'm just talking about form again. In formative years, yeah. I wasn't into music, so it wasn't like I was digging into these bands. I'm right. just saying, like, definitely, like. I I can tell like obviously like where did I come up with this shit like right it's in um, there deep it's just somewhere. in there like these sort of soulfulish things and but, then your um, jazz snob years what yeah. uh, were you like bebop guy well like the jazz years was like Monk Bill Evans Monk yeah Keith Jarrett Brad Meldow but like you know Brad Meldow introduced me to Radiohead which I know is so lame but like <laughs> that's how I worked and then I got into Radiohead and um you know, who are super influential, uh, of course, for everybody, but definitely uh, was very into that for years. And, you know, I, I have a lot of different influences. I mean, when I was in college, in my, uh, probably maybe around when I wrote that song, I don't know. When I was a sophomore, I spent about a year only listening to pretty much two albums. One was the Bill Evans Tony Bennett record, right. which is. Talk about fucking honesty. I love Tony oh Bennett. My God. I fucking love Tony Bennett. He tells a story. It's just crazy. Every song there, you're just like, it's so insane how he tells these stories. So one was Bill Evans, Tony Bennett. The other, D'Angelo Voodoo. Oh, dude, D'Angelo's a fucking man. I swear, it was all I listened to. <laughs> and it was really obsessive. And it all <laughs> so you, started with an acid with, trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, tell us that story. No, I mean, I was really into D'Angelo, and then and then I was, like, into D'Angelo for a couple months, and then I, like, did Acid and listened to D'Angelo, and, and to it? whoa. What is, I don't boy. know his albums. I mean, I know. Oh, he's got Voodoo. But is Voodoo the one with the main, the song I know? He did, he did Voodoo. Yeah, Voodoo's the one with. Your mind is, your mind is me. Wait, what are you thinking of? Oh, no, go ahead. Do your thing. 
How does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel? Which is like the video is very iconic. It's just he's like rotating. Yeah, yeah. it's just him. Uh, and I'm like, I gotta do some sit ups and some leg lifts. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I was introduced to D'Angelo. Uh, you know, not to get too personal, but uh, when I was growing up, when I uh, was becoming, you know, a boy becoming a man. Uh, do tell. Uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't really have, we didn't really have, you know, we had a 56.6 K K connection, uh, out on the farm. So I didn't really have access to a lot of the other, uh, media that, that, that boys my age could use to really use themselves. So I would, you know, MTV two was kind of my thing. Uh, and there were a lot of great videos, thong song, uh, one, uh, Tony Braxton, uh, that was later. Um, but I remember like the D'Angelo video sometimes would break it up. You know, when I was like kind of in a role right. and I was like, oh, oh I really, yeah, yeah, I can you know, see that, yeah. um, so like, fuck this guy, <laughs> but he, yeah, I mean, but, it's kind of sexy. I don't, they didn't do anything for you. Well, no, not, not like on that level. I mean, like I respect, you're, I, I, like obviously, to, yeah. In that moment, it's like, not going it, to work. Yeah. It's like, you know, uh, I obviously like from an aesthetic standpoint, like, you know, is, you know, the male <laughs> form is beautiful. Uh, it wasn't what I was hoping for <laughs> at that time. Yeah, um, got you. absolutely. But um, yeah, but anyways, uh, D'Angelo. So he's a he did, he did, he did, too. He, oh, I love D'Angelo. Uh, Voodoo thinking. came out, and then he took like what, like a 12, 13 year year yeah, hiatus. He just came out like a year ago. He came out with something, right? Yeah, a couple of years ago he came with Black Messiah, which yeah. is like oh yeah, mind blowing. Probably one of the best records yeah, that I've heard in a very, long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyways. Uh, <laughs> so that's a big influence. That was a big influence. And like, you know, James Brown and like uh, tons of influences. Yeah. But, and, and then, then like the Yatones. really got into James Blake. Okay. That's yeah, he's great. Too. Um, the Yatones. Yeah, I mean, the Yatones was like. Oh, is that kind of modeled after any other dude, band? It was or so anything? 100% John Lennon Plastic Ono band record. Yeah. I can't even say that. <laughs> I always think I'm writing a Beatles song. Yeah. Even though they don't sound like them at all in that band. <laughs> But I it mean, always feels gotta, like I am. Yeah. Well, you should always try to be writing a Beatles yeah, song. Yeah, totally. I think. And they're I always, so sing-songy. Their songs, yeah. the melodies and Beatles songs are like little kids get jonesed on them because they're just so fucking good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so so a lot, <laughs> yeah. a lot of different influences. But and I've been recently like really getting into like early Elton John. Not recently, but like last year and stuff. Like I don't know if you guys have ever listened to that shit, but. I love it's Elton John. mind-boggling. Like he has this live record called like Eleven Seventeen Seventy, and it's just like the first time he played in America. Piano, bass, drum, trio—they're all singing. What it year? Will, what year is it? Fuck you! It's nineteen seventy. Seventy. Yeah. You'll really be like, oh no, my I god! I, I didn't, <laughs> if you'd never heard what he could do, it's just yeah, there's nobody's better. There's no better rock piano right. player than Elton John. He's so it's so yeah. interesting because he came, became like I mean he's great of course he still is great but like he became like a I don't know like a caricature or something well, you know what I mean well what's really weird about Elton John and this is something I learned in my songwriting class that I did get into with all that right song. <laughs> yeah. yeah cool it's very on very like stereot- uh, it's typically uncommon for pop stars to break on a ballad. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like the usual yeah. thing. Yeah, it'll be like three songs in. Whereas it? Elton John, like, like he, all his first hits are like these ballads. It's, yeah, it's your song, Leave On, Rocket Man, and then I think like Crocodile mm-hmm. Rock or oh, something yeah. comes yeah. in. 
But Dude, if you heard great. what he was doing before your song, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like it's so it's the funkiest <laughs> shit. You guys know that song Take Me to the Pilot? Um, I don't know. I'd have to hear it. It's like the chorus is like, take me to the pilot. Oh, oh. <laughs> we lost oh, power we lost on power. the keyboard. Yeah. Uh feel that it's real. I'm on child. I'm hanging in a prison. And it's like the lyrics are insane. They like make no sense. No <laughs> song. Take me to the pilot of your soul. Take me to the pilot. Leave me through your chamber. Take me to the pilot. I am but a stranger. Take me to the pilot. Leave me through your chamber. Anyway, just this funky shit. It's like yeah. really amazing. Man, the piano is so good for that. Uh, for that, I feel like it may, I mean, of course, synth is huge now, but it's not utilized. It's like it's you have like that bass, boom, rat, and it just yeah. like can rock. <laughs> right. And well, then you have a character uh, doing it, and it's great. I left out two huge influences. Okay, let's hear them. Of all this, the stuff you're hearing right now, mm-hmm. Randy Newman. Oh uh, yeah, he's obviously, obviously, and rightfully so. He's my favorite. And then Harry Nielsen. I don't oh, know yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Lennon connection. Yeah. yeah, dude, I was just checking out that Harry Nielsen song, "I'll Never Leave You." Do you know that song? Yeah, mm, I can. How's it go? How's it start? LSD, I think. This right? whole the, and then the other section, I just so amazed by these chords. It's like, mm-hmm. or it's in three. Is that you can literally you you can put any note yeah. in a song? Yeah, yeah. if you like Make put it, it right. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like it, it's it, potentially. Melody, yeah, right. it can. I was put. just listening. I just watched that Jaco Pastorius. I just popped my piece too. I I don't even know if I said his last name, but you know I'm talking about bass player right? Jaco Pastorius. Right? Do you guys see I, that I documentary? Pop mine. I'm, we're popping. We're over popping. We're popping. Paul's like pulling his hair out. Uh, he, Joni Mitchell, he played with Joni Mitchell, and she was saying, like, towards like the later part of his life, uh, they were playing at, I think, some club in New York, and she was just like, he was just playing way outside the chord. She's yeah. like, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, no, no, well, that said, notes are useful. <laughs> yeah. 
There no, used, I mean, then, you know, there's like, then there's like the Beach Boys, like Brian Wilson, all, you know. I don't know. Something about that Harry Nelson song has really been blowing my mind. And like Brian Wilson, like also was like super deep, but his to me a lot of times like, I mean his just follows like the guidelines generally speaking of like really great early like like classical or jazz like early jazz songbook, songbook yeah. like chords and structures and stuff. Something about that Harry Nelson song, like where did you get from this? And then you go here, and then you go fucking here, right? And you're here. Well, only a great melody can take you there. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's true. Um, <laughs> I think that's a good pointer well, to take away of, from this podcast. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, melody. that was a great melody, but now I want to hear something bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, so we're gonna ask you to play your worst song. All right, here we go. Un- untitled.
myself How do you feel about it uh, having just yeah, played it? I mean, it's, I don't know. Like, I like so much about it, but yeah. I, I think admit, that the end is like so stupid. The whole end, the whole end part? The, the, <laughs> like, I like, I, I, when I, I feel like I, env- I envision it as like this epic, yeah. <laughs> no, I think stadium rock kind of thing. That big G but chord. But the lyrics are dumb and, and I don't know. It's like, I feel like I'm fucking. You try. <laughs> I feel like I'm that guy. Yeah. When I play that part, and I'm like, that's not really that's what I want to be. Or so you said this is like a debut, or so you well, don't you I, don't I play this I'm live. Like, maybe I performed it once. <clears throat> no, I really don't. I don't know. Like, I I, lo- I don't really like. I don't know. It's like I really like the chords at the beginning. I think it's yeah. got such a vibe. And the yeah, and, and your the voice sounds great on it. Are, are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But they still don't really say anything. Like I think if I rewrote the lyrics, maybe I could get into it. But I still think the end. I don't know. Well, that's interesting because yeah. that's like the big. You you feel like that's what you uh, were working towards, you know. So it should be the big payoff. You yeah, know? yeah. And it is a payoff, but I don't know. What do you guys <laughs> think of it? I liked it. I, I think there's some. I think there's some uh, some janky transitions. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know if that's like you know. Uh, the technical term for that. I mean, you took the songwriting class, not me. But uh, you like, had the podcast, though. Yeah, um, but I have no business uh, telling anyone anything. About, I can't even remember no, the difference between true. a salmon and a trout. Uh, I, no, I don't even know what fish like are fish bugs. Like, do we know? Do, like, what are they? What and, so like, don't listen to anything that I say. But I'm still gonna talk because uh, I have a microphone in front of me. But I mean, there were some, you know, going back to what we were saying about like the Harry Nilsson, like yeah. weird ass chords over like the melody. There were some chords that like kind of stuck out in like kind of like a, uh, like yeah. a, yeah. you know, a little well, bit I of like also a. Played, I didn't play it well. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it again. Make sure that's. No, I play it fine. No, no, yeah. it's great. Uh, yeah, I had a, I was curious. I thought you might be in an alternate tuning initially because you were doing some rather no, unconventional really chords good. or like yeah. droney chords, which then, you know. You find, and then you hit that G. Again, like, oh. man, it's like, I don't know any of the notes I'm playing on this. Well, let's talk about, okay, so yeah. you have this beautiful guild that you're playing here, yeah. and it's it seems well-worn. How long have you been playing this guitar? Um, well, it's it, it's my dad's guitar. So, okay. Oh, that's cool. Uh, but you don't. in the 80s. So guitar, for you, is it's like well, relatively here's new. Here's the story of guitar. Okay. I didn't play any guitar. My dad played guitar, mm-hmm. so I didn't play guitar. I was a piano player. Like oh, we talked okay. about, right? Okay. Yeah, I, we didn't get into that, did but now not, it starts to I make did a little bit more sense. Not touch guitar until college, um, and I started 
this one day I'll, I'll never forget I was sitting in my dorm room and I was watching videos of Juan Gilberto wow, playing Bossa Nova <laughs> and I was just like that's it like that's and that's where it all started I just was learning Bossa Nova I was like they use the coolest fucking chords in that shit. Yeah. It's so great. Oh, yeah. No, this is the one I meant. So much thumb. Say, you say, you say, you say, you Ah, shit, it's in the love. Excellent pronunciation, I, I assume. <laughs> so I was just obsessed with this shit and bossnovaguitar.com. <laughs> Pray, praise be. Save I just transcribed life. some of him, and then I would just use this bossnovaguitar.com. And I, when I like the only thing I knew how to play guitar was freaking jazz chords. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know That's how to so play. Funny. Freaking, like, I didn't know how to play cowboy chords. Yeah, I only knew how to play like. It's such a like so different than most people. One thing that I did notice is that you know uh, both with the piano and the moving on the the guitar, you're like you're doing a lot of kind of just. Uh, long descending passages. Yeah. Um, so I can I definitely see kind of like the uh, a, a similarity. You know, you you took that with you to the guitar. It seems like just from these songs that I've seen. Well, it's kind of the opposite, but or, or ascending. Uh, like the I didn't write. You know, this was written like way a long time ago. But yeah, I don't know. Not descending. Not the the direction. But okay. I just mean like it's I obviously. Everything is everything and everything, and that's an interesting. Yeah, trouts are salmon, right. salmon's are trout. <laughs> like who knows? <laughs> that's an interesting, you know, oh, idea. Jesus. Yeah, 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 I mean, I don't know how I, you know, I don't know how they affect each other, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think that's mostly just my ear, how my ear works. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's more fun not to know. All right, cool. Well, thanks so much for joining us today on uh, another episode of First Last Best Worst. Uh, is there anything that you'd like to plug? Where can we, where can we find your music? Uh, well, yeah. First of all, thank you guys so much for having well, me. It was a joy. Last, and uh, I got a few shows coming up. Uh, a couple with the Yeah Tones, and that's on next week on December. Oh, today in this air is <laughs> December thirteenth. We're playing a night at Berlin um, at ten p.m. And then on December twenty second, we're playing at Our Wicked Lady nearby here, I think, in Bushwick. In Bushwick. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be a great bill. And then. If you can't make any of those on January 2nd, I'll be playing some of the piano music we talked about at Rockwood Music Hall at uh, 8 p.m. Nice. And which stage is that? Uh, stage one. Uh, cool. And where, where can we find your music? Just look, Google the ad tones. There's a ton of shit out there. Uh, if you want to see Jake Pinto, uh, sorry, spoken in third person. My personal <laughs> stuff, I don't really have much out yet, um, but there will be more on my YouTube page and there's a song on SoundCloud. Beautiful. Well, uh, thanks for coming out. And uh, can you play us a Yatone song? Yeah, so we're going to end up? with a Yatone song. This one's called Believe. It's on our record, which is called Eviction Notice. And keeping this, you know, this is, this is, this was tied for the best song. It's one of the most important songs for me. So I really like playing it for people. Goes like this.